And we are live. I'm here with Modestus Bukowskis, who won his UFC debut and got the 50 Gs, baby. Hell <laughs> doesn't get much yes. better than that, does it? <laughs> no, nah, definitely doesn't. Uh, especially, you know, think cons uh, considering, you know, going in there with a bit of a bad knee and stuff like that. And then, you know, I read it on my board and, and stuff like that. I promised it to my mom and dad. I said, listen, don't worry. I'm going to get your birthday present covered. I mean, listen, all the times I've just been giving presents, uh, just writing cards and saying, you're going to get this, you're going to get this. And to finally be like, boom, there you go. Have your 50 Gs. Obviously, it's absolutely Aww. amazing. So, yeah, uh, re re really good, um, really good turnout. And, uh, yeah, I'm, honestly, I just can't wait for the next one. Well, you spoke about two of the things I had questions on there. The first one was your bad knee because um, I didn't know anything about it until your dad mentioned it, actually, in a post afterwards and said that it was really quite bad. Yeah, so it was just the most, like, sort of annoying thing. Like, it it was more annoying than than anything. I, I like, And then it just started, like I say, just sort of being, being like a very nagging sort of pain and stuff like yeah. that. So basically two weeks out from the fight, I was doing just my normal drills and stuff like that. And um, I think I may have like banged it on the floor and it's like, okay, you banged it on the floor, but then nothing, nothing was bad. I mean, you know, it didn't swell up or anything like that. And then obviously I was doing like all the escapes, like jujitsu and stuff like that. So obviously my knees were like constantly rubbing on the floor and again, nothing happened. Like everything was absolutely good. And then like, literally I woke up on Sunday and my knee was swollen, but like, I was like, okay, this should go away. And then by the evening, it was like a watermelon. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like this is just what I need before my uh, before my UFC debut. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, we, I've got an amazing physio. Her name's Leanne. Uh, distinct physiotherapy. Shout out to her Shout uh, out. again. Always, always helping me. Um, she got me really on point um, in terms of like seeing me straight away and like trying to you know, sort of diagnose what I'd done to it. I mean, I called I called the GP and they said it wasn't infected or anything like that. Uh, but they said it was like really bad bursitis and they said it should go away. And I was like, I was What's really, that? it's like, basically you have like these uh, like sacks basically on all your joints. And whenever it, like it, it's either like, you know, a lot of contact or whatever, or, you know, it's just sort of, it can become like really inflamed, like right. with a load of fluid. So they're just like sacks that just fill up with, and that's exactly what happened. And my knee was massive. Like if I show a picture of what it was like, like, you know, two weeks before the fight, you'd think, how the hell is this guy even going to make it to fight night? I mean, even then people saw on like my, my UFC official photos that my, my knee didn't look all that. I had like about at least 20 messages saying, uh, what's up with your knees? Everything all right? And I'll, obviously I just sort of, I just try to block everything out. I'm like, don't worry. It's all good. We're, we're, we're good to go. But yeah, I mean, it was just, it's sort of... Um, so what's the treatment plan for that usually? Would it be rest? Well, this is it. <laughs> yeah, they said <laughs> ice, rest, elevation, you know, all the, all like yeah. the normal stuff, taking ibuprofen and, 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 and whatnot and just, yeah. So like literally, but it's two weeks out. So, I mean, I'd done most of the hard training, obviously. Luckily, yeah. uh, like I'd done all the drills and stuff like that. So realistically, it was just a case of take four days like to sort of try and let it recuperate enough to be able to train again so yeah I mean luckily my body responded very well to treatment and stuff like that and you know it was still like very swollen anyways but like you know I got back into training I got back to kicking and stuff like that so like after those four days I was fine but then um leading into the next week obviously we had to go on the plane to go 
to uh, and I, I must have been killing room service with bringing ice to me. Oh my lord! Like literally every <laughs> single day, I was like, "Oh, can I get some ice? Oh, can I get some more ice? Can I get more ice?" They must have hated me. Like literally every couple of hours, I was asking for ice. You know, obviously for my knee and stuff like that. So um, yeah, when we went on the plane, when we landed, it blew up even more again. So it's like, yeah, it, it was just a case of the only way to fix it is to rest it. And obviously I couldn't rest it because I had a fight to prepare for. So I had to, I just had to deal with it as best as I could. But one thing I'm very thankful for is obviously, like I say, my, my physio at home had done an amazing job to like see me straight away. And then uh, the, the physios from the UFC PI, absolutely amazing. All of them done a really good job, done like got me sorted, like looked at me every single day, you know, told me what the best thing to do for it. But basically, yeah, it was just, a case of they said after the fight, you're just going to have to rest it and just, you yeah. know, like ice it. And it's already gone down like massively. But I also think another thing which made it even worse was I think whilst I was on the island, somehow apparently bursts are very susceptible to getting infected. So it got, he said it was most likely got infected with like, you know, like I think it was like three or four days before the fight, maybe three or four days. And for like two days, I had no fever, but I had the shivers. Like, so I was uh, like, I, I felt like not that great. And like, you know, I, I sort of, I was, it was feeling like the infection was going to get to me. But then luckily, again, my body responded quite well and uh, the infection didn't hit me properly. Thank the Lord. So yeah. everything sort of, as bad as it was, it was just, again, just a bit of adversity for me to go through. Uh, I, I, like, you know, I, I made it to the fight and stuff like that, but like to have, such amazing people around me and like, you know, helping me out with everything obviously uh, is what led to me being able to make it to fight night. So I'm, I'm very grateful. Was there any point in time you thought that you might pull out? At the beginning, I, but uh, do you know what? I never thought I'd pull out. Like I'd, it, it was just always in my head. I'm going to be able to make it like this is going to go down. Do you know what I mean? I, I always kept that I've always been trying to keep a positive mind frame with everything. I mean, listen, I dislocated my knee three weeks before my last fight. So I seem to have some sort of running record about, you know, doing some damage to my knees all the time before fights. I need to get rid of that habit. But uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, literally, um, I knew I'd been in a situation like that before. And, and again, like I said, I, my physio sort of calmed me down. She said, listen, we're going to just have to just keep, you know. And, and again, this is about little victory trees every day you see okay there's a little bit of improvement here or okay i'm able to kick or i'm able to do this or whatever you just have to make those little victories and even though it wasn't 100 percent going into the fight the fact is we got it to the point where i was actually able still just to get it to the fight and just deal with it it was a case of when yeah. it got to the fight i just, I just had to deal with it so you know um it it was a little bit of doubt because i'm like crap well i'm not going to be 100 percent, but at the same time i'm like it's going to make that win much more sweet whenever, you know, I'll go and do the business having, you know, that sort of in the background. But like I say, um, it, it didn't affect, this is why they were so like, just wondering what the hell was it? Because mechanically there was no problem. It was just yeah. literally a hell of a load of swelling and I, I couldn't go on my knees at all. So I had to drill everything without going on my knees. So um, problems, but at the end of the day, we, uh, we adapt and we overcome. So it's all good. And what did it feel like in there when he was leg kicking you? <laughs> oh, well, obviously it didn't, uh, wasn't exactly the best feeling in the world. Um, you know, <laughs> was I, it I, made I, worse by what I, was going on, or, or? Well, I mean, listen, that would have hurt anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, listen, he's got he's got some strong legs, that geezer. So uh, you know, I've got to give him credit. He, listen, 
if I saw that my opponent had had an injury, obviously, animal instinct, you're you're gonna go for it. Do you know, do you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. At the, end of, at the end of the day, I knew if if the shoe was on the other foot, you know, I would do the same. So obviously, you you, you got a you got to give credit to him though to sort of notice. I mean, listen, when you see a swollen knee, you you you're gonna go for it. It but it didn't necessarily hurt more. Like. It was mm. only after the fight that it just swelled up more than it would because yeah. of obviously what I had. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. necessarily, oh yeah, uh, it, it blew up massive just because of how like the kick. Yeah, the kicks weren't great or whatever, but it, it was just it was just made. It was exaggerated by obviously what I had before, but it didn't stop my movement. It didn't stop. Like I felt them in the fight, but I'm like, okay, so what and what? We're gonna keep going. We we'll keep moving forward. It made me a little bit more hesitant in terms of exchanging because I'm like, if I get kicked in the right spot, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be great. But yeah, um, but yeah, like I say, when you, when you got adrenaline and stuff like that going, I mean, you you can pretty much uh, numb out a lot of pain. I mean, in my in my pro debut, I literally my my leg was was massive, like 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 I say again, like a watermelon Le- leading into the third round. I didn't think I was gonna be able to walk. So yeah, yeah I've been I. I'm very again thankful for those those tough situations that sort of almost got me already prepared for if something would happen here. I thought your movement was amazing. You move like someone from a much lower weight class. I'm sure I've said that to you before, but um I certainly didn't think you could see in there. How did you feel that the first round went and how did you think it was on the judges' scorecards? Up until <laughs> yeah. obviously the fight ending sequence. Raiding down the hellboats. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, do you know what? I think uh, I personally would have liked to have fought better. I mean, obviously, you know, you got you got the cage nerves and stuff like that. I think still like a little bit in the back of my head, you know, the sort of the the knee gate, like you know, you, you, again in the fight, you, you're not you're trying not to think about it and this and that. And like I say. Credit to my opponent, he's absolutely amazing, like very highly skilled. And, you know, he implemented a good game plan and stuff like that. But I did feel like I just felt personally like, you know, like a little bit of the movement was a bit hindered uh, just because it was just in the back of my head. But at the same time, I landed some good shots. He also landed some good shots. I feel like it's pretty even. Uh, we, yeah. both, we both landed our own particular strikes. And then, you know, when we went for the takedown as well, it was very well timed, you know. He he ducked underneath the shots that I was trying to. La- I was trying to feel the range of him because I yeah. noticed in his previous fights he didn't actually move all that great, like going backwards and around. And he actually did very yeah. well this time. Like in my fight, he I was quite surprised by how well he moved. I mean, it might have looked mm-hmm. like I was looking like a like a fly around there, but for him, you know, he moved out of the way of my strikes quite well. And I was like, okay, so he just out of the range of all the punches. He clearly yeah. knows about distancing. Even when he shot on that takedown, he knew about distancing to get in and try and duck underneath. But at the same time, I, I had the overhook and the underhook. I had both the, the main things you need to be able to stop that takedown. And yeah. it was only when my dad shouted elbows, elbows, elbows that I went for it. Otherwise, I was thinking, okay, I can stop this takedown and go into the second round. So, yeah. I mean... I'll say it's pretty even in the first round. I think, you know, some people would, this is the thing. Some judges will uh, give it to him. Some judges will give it to me. But, you know, it it was quite even leading up to that. I was thinking it was a close round. And I think that's why he went for the takedown at the end of the round. He was kind of trying to do 
anything to to seal it in the judges' eyes. And I know unless you do anything on the ground, that shouldn't score points. But I feel like that was the timing of the takedown mm, for mm, him. Mm, mm, mm. We've obviously seen those elbows from you before in <laughs> a previous fight. And I was delighted to see them again there. There's obviously a bit of controversy because Dan's... Um, ended the the round and was going to send you both back to your corners and it was when Andreas couldn't get back up that um that he ended up finishing the fight there and then and he gave him a lot of opportunities and <laughs> I wasn't wanted to know your take on it because at first I wasn't sure whether he was trying to get you disqualified by I keep saying back of the head back of the head um, or whether he was just so out of it that he didn't know. And I just w wondered what your impression of it was. Yeah, so I had, obviously, do you know what? Funny enough, I've, I've, I've had a mixed bag. Like, right after the event, I sort of had a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, illegal this and the door this and blah, blah, blah. Well, we saw, we saw where those blows were. They were like... Yeah, I've, 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 I've had basically a lot of, a lot of obviously the 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 Greek fans were obviously going to be you know they're going to be yeah yeah they're, they're supporting him so obviously I understand they're all going to be upset about that you know sort of being finished so that like like I said there was a couple of things um, what I was actually very very happy about and, and and you know it just shows I did have a hell of a lot of support and a lot of there was a lot more people that supported my win as opposed to being against it because I thought at the beginning there was like quite a lot of people against it but. Now, like, especially like being able to read through all the messages and see people's reaction, a lot more of them are saying, you know, everything was good and stuff like that. So first off, I'll start with obviously the the, the shots being clean. Dan Moverhead is an amazing referee. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's the one who's in the cage. He's right there. Great ooh, positioning by him as well. You can have a hundred million cameras everywhere else, but he's the one who's in there, who's literally like right where the action is and he yeah. can see it clearly. So you've got to take his judgment at the highest point. Doesn't matter what, what referee, they're always going to be in there knowing what's going on. So he done an amazing job. He said straight away, the shots were clean, the shots were clean. If I would have landed one illegal shot or anything, he would have told me he would have warned me, right? So yeah. he didn't warn me about anything no. because he saw that the shots were clean. I knew that I was landing on it clean because, like I said, they they went over it in the uh, in the changing room. He went up to me, told me, this is where the back of the head is. You did not see one shot land directly to the back of the head. As long as it's here on the uh, – well, you can't see it, but you know what I mean? As yeah. long as it's up here, you're absolutely fine. So I yeah. knew that, the, that those shots landed clean. Now, it's so like the mohawk, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I, I wasn't – some people said 12 to 6. Since when was it? Oh, there was an arc. No, 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 no. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There was an arc and it was going straight into the spot. So in terms of placement, every single shot landed was clean. And when you saw on the uh, on the screen afterwards, I looked it up. I'm like, well, they're all in the right spot. The redness yeah. was all on the correct spot. So you, can't, you could not dis dispute any of that. When he went on the floor... I think, listen, if you're in that situation and you've just been dazed and hurt, because the first elbow that landed was the one that made his legs drop. And right. that was probably the 100% most cleanest one out of all of them in terms of how much it landed. And his knees yeah. dropped straight away. So he, I knew he was dazed already at that point. It was in my thought that it was going to go on to the second round because he was on the floor, but he was still moving. Like with Nasilia, yeah. he, was, he was knocked out cold. Here, yeah. he was like sort of 
on the floor, you know, holding his head and, you know, like he didn't really know what was going on. And then Daniel Moverhead, he, he, he asked him to stand up about four or five times. Now, when the referee, and we only have a minute in between rounds, right? Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to my corner. When my dad walked into the cage, he had the stool ready for us to get ready for the second round. Yeah. He's not worried about anything else. He's worried yeah. about, let's get in the stool, let's get him ready for the second round. That was my thought as well. I'm getting yeah. ready for the second round here. And then there was a lot of emphasis on this whole door opening fiasco. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, the door opening. Oh, he stopped it because the door opened. Otherwise, it would have been fine. Okay, why did he want to lean on the cage in the first place? Because he was like completely, even when he sat on the stool, when they stopped the fight, he was shaking all over the place. Now, it's like your equilibrium is going to be completely off. If the referees ask you to stand up five times and you're not standing up, then clearly there's something wrong. If you cannot get yourself to your corner in between that minute of recovery, then you're not fit to fight. Daniel Moverheady would have stopped it whether the door opened or closed or whatever. Even the fact they had to lean against the cage, the referee is asking you to stand up and are you okay? When there is no response and you are not standing up, that means you're not fit to fight. Yeah. And it's just that it was a it was a perfect stop. It's how it had to be stopped. And on top of that, why did I get the fifty thousand bonus? If yeah, anything I was going to was... come on to that. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? There's obviously like... no doubt in the UFC's mind, in Dana's mind, and I just want to give another shout out to Dan because I thought, you know, he did everything right. Mm. He's so decisive. Um, just even saying he didn't need to see the video replay. He knew exactly what had happened. He had great positioning. That's what you want to see from a referee. Mm. There wasn't mm. a moment's hesitation. He was just. Listen, Spot he, on, in my opinion. he was on the on the biggest stage in the world in the UFC on Fight Island, a historic event. And he enforced his positioning. He enforced his refereeing. And I thought that was absolutely amazing. I love this confidence. I love the way he handled the whole situation. And like you said, it, the, the fact that he was so confident in his own refereeing just makes it even more so that everything was all good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, he, if he had like a little, oh, maybe this, maybe that, then it will be like, okay, maybe this is a bit... Con no, he was like 100% knew exactly what was going on and, and he'd done everything, you know, everything he had to do in there. And it was, uh, you know, I, I was very happy with his refereeing. I was very happy with how he talked to me uh, in, 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 the, uh, in the backstage and how he explained all the rules and everything. He'd done everything clearly. He knew exactly what he was doing and, and it was amazing. So, like I say, there, there was a lot of... Oh, controversial this, controversial that. Even some yeah. UFC fighters saying, oh, yeah, I, I don't know about these elbows and this and that. But at the end of the day, the way I look at it is, okay, well, yeah, he tried to wrestle me. So this is how I'm going to take away your wrestling. At the end of the day, yeah, people want to wrestle people and take them to the floor. Well, there's, there's counters to that. So now yeah. it's going to, you know, it's just going to make my takedown defense even better. Like I said, I could have just defended the takedown and went on to the second round and it would have been, you know, the fight would have went on as it was. But I chose to want to finish the fight. I'm there to finish the fight. I'm not there to yeah. uh, sit around and, and, you know, wait for the next round. I'm there to try and finish it there and then. So if I had an opportunity, I'm going to take it. And I did. So, uh, yeah, I've got, I've, you know, a lot of people done an amazing job there. Uh, got to thank all my coaches. Got to thank, obviously, uh, Moverheady for for doing such a great job. And uh, yeah, like it, it was an amazing whole experience. Uh, although it looked like there, there was so much talk about like it being controversial, when people look at it more and more, and I see yeah. more of the messages coming after the fight, more people are like, okay, well, he he just done the job, so fair play, you know. Yeah, was it a bit of a weird feeling because you thought that you were going into the second mm -hmm. round, and then suddenly it was over. 
Yeah, it was. You because... kind of like expect to be like, rah, when you win. And then you're like, oh, I've won. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was joy. It's funny <laughs> enough you say that. It was exactly like that. That was the exact reaction. You did some good acting there. That was perfect. That was spot on. Now, honestly, like li- literally as soon as, as soon as they, he said fights off, fights off, I just went, wait, it's off. Yes. Like I literally just, just made like a loud scream pretty much like out of, out, but you know, I knew he was hurt, but yeah, uh, like again, I just didn't know how hurt he was. And then like, like I say, when, I just walked to my corner ready for the next one. Well, you're concentrating boom. on you at the end exactly. of the round, not, exactly. not what he's doing. So you it, kind of missed the, yeah. the madness until you watch it back. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, 100%. We've, we've got a couple of people with um, questions for you. So um, Brad Bones Jones wants to know if there's anything in particular you're looking at for your next bout. Uh, anyone else so I've already stated in some other uh, interviews uh, to be honest I thought uh, Roman Delice had a had a spectacular I've seen this on Twitter as well yeah. so he had his UFC debut as well yeah he had he had a he had a spectacular debut uh, amazing knockout uh, he's a very high level athlete you know at the end of the day I think undefeated so- yeah undefeated I think that would be a very entertaining fight for the fans I think that is the fight that seems like people want, you know. I even mentioned that, you know, I would still would like to fight Vinicius uh, if 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 that fight was still was still there as well, you know. But at the end of the day, you wanna you wanna give the 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 fights that people want. You wanna give an entertaining fight and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, honestly, uh, if if that can get sorted and we we can, all, I would love to compete against uh, uh, compete against that guy. And uh, yeah, do, do, do you know what I mean? I think it'll be an absolutely. Uh, uh, spectacular fight for, for, for all the fans to see, definitely. I always think it's good when you help the UFC to do the matchmaking as well and give them a bit of a story. Following yeah. on from that question, how how soon do you think you can be back at it? So I think they're going back to Yaz Island in October. Um, or that, they've said yeah. even sooner than that. Would Yaz yeah. Island be good again? So- a hundred percent. I mean, listen, I'm I'm gonna be back on training on Monday. I've still kept in good shape as well, so I've not I've not hammered down the cupcakes too madly uh, <laughs> o- o- over this time period. I mean, yeah, a little bit here and there, bits and bobs, but I reckon, uh, like I say, my knee is now almost recovered because I've been able to rest it, and I've still did a bit of training as well. Even then, can't get away from it. But Monday, I'll be back in training. I'll talk to my manager, and as soon as I have something sorted, I'll be ready to go. So yeah. at the end of the at the, at the end of the day, now it's just down to can the matchmakers make a fight? Uh, will my manager be like? And you know, my manager's done an amazing job. He's, he takes such good care of me. So uh, yeah, just uh, basically getting a fight bout agreement done and getting it sorted. I'll be ready to go as soon as possible. I'm always training. I'm always trying to get better. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, once I've had such an amazing whole experience in doing once i definitely want to have it again so yeah uh, october september bring it on i can't wait i had another question that was sent in um before somebody who couldn't watch live they wanted to know what's your favorite lithuanian food and what's your favorite english food and how do they compare oh my favorite lithuanian food I don't do you know, know what what's what is normal Lithuanian food. Do, 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 do you know what? Like, there's some there's some um, there, there's some names of of these different things that I can't even uh, I can't even remember now. Like, this is the thing. Like, I I, I have it in my head exactly what it is, but it's like they have like these um, 
potato things basically like this potato thing with like meat inside it it's like really really good i, I can't remember that i'm sure my dad is probably would probably be looking at this thinking medessas how could you not know this like <laughs> do you know what i mean but uh honestly that, that it's like basically like this thing where it's like this potato like thing on the outside with, with meat on the inside like it's a soft sort of texture it's like really good i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look it up i know someone's probably going to be going to be saying exactly they'll know exactly send it, it in is. send it in if anybody knows uh, uh, it's, <laughs> I, th I think it's uh Seppeline. i think that's what it is um, okay. i'm i'm not sure if it's that but i'm pretty sure that's what it is Seppeline. uh also english food my favorite english food mm. Do you know what? English food. I'm trying to think what sort of, I don't know. I mean, listen, I love a good fry up. I mean, I, 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 I could eat a million of those. I mean, to be honest, I'm more of a sweet tooth kind of guy. You get me a red velvet cake, I'll down that in like literally 20 minutes. So uh, I can't think of anything specific, but I mean, I love all food. I mean, listen, I'm an absolute foodie. I'm like, do you know what I mean? But I've got to say a, a lovely, a lovely Full English breakfast, a bit of beans, a bit of hash browns. It's just, it's just standard, isn't it? Like, like, a bit of black pudding as well. So yeah, you you're, saying you're getting that? Me thinking about food now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> my bad. But you saying about a full English in your accent has made me think of. Did you see your post-fight interview? Somebody commented underneath. With that name, I was expecting a really different accent. And then he was like, all right, mate. You're all right, mate. How's it going, Giza? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the voice does not match the name, that is for sure. I, 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 can imagine, I can imagine a lot of Lithuanians watching back home, like just in, the, in massive, confused faces, like, yeah. like what, what's going on over here? Is, is it part of a different body? Is, it, is this a voiceover? Like, what's going on? <laughs> This is a good question from Rab Truesdale. What was it like fighting at that time of the day and then kind of sent back home straight away yeah. as well? Um, to be honest, it, it, being sent back home straight away was actually quite nice. Like, I mean, everyone's like, oh, you could have spent more time out there and this and that. But to be honest, at that point, I was just sort of just ready to fight and get, get it over with and then just sort of come back home. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it was done like in a very organized sort of way. Um, fighting at that time of day, you just had to get climatized to it. So it was just yeah. a case of just re-jigging the, the, uh, the body clock. Like it just meant that I had to wake up and train at four in the morning as opposed to, uh, and, and sort of it meant that I had to sleep a bit earlier at certain points. So it, it, it really made no difference, I guess. It was, it almost like, you know, a lot of fighters get the adrenaline done because they've been waiting the whole day and this and that. Yeah. Because it was done like in the morning, I was able to sleep at these different times and stuff like that. It actually made the effects of that because everything was just go. As soon as we woke up, we got to the um, the bit where we needed to do to to get like all our, our fight kit and stuff like that and warm up in the area. As soon as you've done that for like half an hour, then you straight back and you got your wraps done. You're straight into the arena. Again, another half hour, you're straight out into the cage. I like that yeah. because... Yeah. It was like it was just very. You knew exactly when you're fighting. Boom, you know when you have to be ready, and everything just happens like bang, straight one after another. So well organized. So it wasn't like oh, you're waiting around the whole time and you're looking at fights and this yeah. and that. You're, it was literally boom, 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 straight away one after the other. So I, I kind of liked it to be fair. In 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 the in in a in the weirdest way possible, it was actually quite quite cool to do it like that. Yeah, yeah. And what was it like having no fans there? Um. To be honest, I felt like it made absolutely no difference. It was weird. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I would have loved to have fought in front of fans because, you know, when you do the finish and stuff like that and, you know, you'd hear like the oohs and ahs when, when shots go flying. I, I think it missed a bit of that. And yeah. obviously when you're walking out in front of the crowd and, and, and stuff like that. But again, when even when I fought in Cage Warriors, like when you're walking out, you, you sort of, your tunnel vision, you, you see nothing but, but the cage, you see nothing but yeah. your opponent. So it's like... I know it would have added like that different element. Like, I can imagine when you fight for a big fight, you've got a load of fans. Like, you can imagine it would just get you more pumped up and like it'll give you even more like excitement and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it, it, you're, you're, you're going to do business. Like, it reminded me of like when I went to Brazil and when I was 21, just before my pro debut. And you know, you're sort of in the cage and like they had their sparring day and just two guys in there at one time. It's not like you have like masses of mats and everyone spars. Yeah. Literally just two guys go in, they're literally just going at it. And you've got like a couple people screaming stuff here and there, like for commands. But it reminded me of that. Just like you're going into a cage with another, like, you know, guy that you're pretty much going to have to freaking throw down with. And this is supposed to be just a sparring session, but you're going at it. So it's exactly the same sort of feeling. But it was awesome having like Bruce Buffer call out my name, you know, the Baltic Gladiator. You know, and 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 that's, and, a, that's and, a moment you must dream of as someone oh, who's mm. you know been working towards getting to the UFC for for all these years. Things like Bruce Buffer calling your name out—they're all part of the visualizations, aren't they? Oh, a hundred percent. It was exactly how I envisioned it, and better. Like it was, it yeah. was that, it was that, and more. Like how. I mean, listen, me sitting down, closing my eyes and going through the whole fight is one thing. But when it's actually happening in real life, like, but then it's sort of because I've become accustomed to it. Then I was like, this is this is it. This is the moment yeah. I would just sort of been waiting for just to live it out. This is yeah. why, I, although I felt nervous going out there, it wasn't it, it was just the normal jitters that you get before a fight. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, before, like it's some people get starstruck being out there. I freaking yeah. loved it. Like. I just embraced the whole situation. I, I loved having my music playing. I, I you lo- looked like so I said, relaxed. You yeah. really did look really relaxed before yeah, f- the fight started. Mm-mm. I felt like it was the most relaxed I've ever been, but in a good way. Like I, I, I knew I was prepared. I knew, you know, I, I knew I was ready to fight and stuff like that. So it just felt like I was at home. Like it felt because I've been. I, I, it was something that I wanted to do this whole time. I wanted to fight in the UFC. I wanted to put on the gloves. I wanted to. You know, it just felt like it just felt normal, it felt natural. Like I'm like, this is now the start of the journey. This is the start now. Like I've yeah. had a massive journey leading up to it, but this is now my, my the start for me to create my legacy and to really go out there and and, and you know make make some noise in in, in the light heavyweight division. So um, everything played out like I said exactly how I'd envisioned in terms of like the the whole experience was 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 how I wanted how you'd want it to be. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I've got a shout out here from one of our mutual friends, Fred. My man, Fred. <laughs> he My says, man, Fred. Sorry, he's late. Bloody work. <laughs> <laughs> to- Smaller gang in the house. <laughs> That's right. Honestly, you lot got to check out. I know you've been wearing some of that as well, Katie. I've been the, wearing the, Mauler the, gang. The Mauler stuff is absolutely amazing. For anyone that's got it, like, honestly, go and get some now. I'll, I'll 50% you off in honour of your 50 Gs bonus. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, you can't ask for anything better. 50 Gs, 50% off, and it's just so comfortable. I mean, my girlfriend wears it as well. So, 
uh, yeah, definitely got to get on it. But Fred, I love you, bro. He is the man, the absolute I man. love one him of, too. One of the nicest fellas I've ever met in my life. And I'm so glad that, that we're part of each other's journey. So it's amazing. I know he's very, very proud of you. Um, one from Reza here. Uh, he said, amazing performance. Can't wait to see you perform again. Have you had much backlash from fans about the finish? And is it your next goal to debut in the U US with the UFC? Um, I think we've gone over, obviously. Uh, yeah, about were, the his fans are always going to be on his side, I've, I yeah. think. What, what did you think of the commentary team? Like, I felt like Bisping was really going on about this cage door, and he said it on Twitter again afterwards. And I was like, leave, leave the bloody door out of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, if I'm being completely honest, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, at the beginning, everyone was sort of just. I don't know. Like I said, it seemed like everyone was throwing a lot of shade on it and like, you know, no one really knew what was going on and stuff like that. And then this door, like there was a lot of emphasis on that. And and instead of like the guy, the guy's not fit to fight, like people were taking away the emphasis from the fact the guy cannot stand up. Uh, like, yes. is, is this something, is this something that we're missing here? But uh, to be honest, uh, once they all saw it in the, like apparently they had it on their screens and they saw it afterwards. They, they they gave me more praise. So, uh, you yeah. know, after they had seen it, like, you know, a bit more... Because, you know, they're not in the cage. They're watching it from the side and stuff like that. Yeah. So, obviously, it must have been a hell of a lot harder for them to see. So, you know, I, I do appreciate the fact that they... Once they saw it, then they validated that everything was all good and everything was all all right. I can understand, like I say, from where they were sitting, it would have been like, what's going on? Like, what, what's happening and this and that? And obviously, then when they... But it just showed that when they see it on the screen, they see the mark on the right spot on the head that yeah. everything was all good. So, you know, um, like I say, we, we know we know the finish was clean. We know everything was good. Obviously, you, you're, you're going to be upset if you're supporting that guy. But I've even had, you know, Greek people message me and say... Uh, that was a that was a good fight and a good stoppage. So you know, like I say, from both sides, I have it. Uh, I think now, especially as people see it more and more, they're they're more on my side, which is you know, which is what you want at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and and Bisping US... needs to learn how to say your last name as well. He actually started calling him by his first name. Yeah. He couldn't <laughs> say Michaelidis and he kept saying Bacalcus. And yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, get yeah, it yeah. right. John Annick's yeah, saying it right. I know. I know. John Annick's done a great job. Yeah. But it's okay. Listen, the more I come out there and, you know, like I say, the more I keep, you know, going out there and proving myself, you know, the more, the, the more that I'll go into the spotlight, you know, the more of these things will be easier. I understand this. It's definitely not the easiest name. Two of the hardest names for him to pronounce. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like they could have picked like a John Smith or something, but nah, you have to have these guys are foreign foreign people. But uh and about the US debut, um, I have talked to my manager about that and we would love to fight at the Apex, but again, it just depends on uh the flight situation. Uh, yeah. Depending on how they're able to do that, I mean it most likely looks like I'll be going back to Yars Island, which is again absolutely ideal. I mean I mean, listen, that uh, Kamza Chimeyev, like, had an absolutely amazing performance and he got such a quick turnaround. And shout out Reese McKee. Well done on him getting signed to the UFC. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. Very well deserved. Now he gets his chance to go and shine in the spotlight on nine days, I think, notice or something, which, yeah. is, which is crazy. But you see, he, he was absolutely unfazed, uninjured, got a quick turnaround. You know, credit to him. Obviously, yeah, I would love to get a quick turnaround like that as well, as I'm sure many other fighters will do. Uh, but I know I can bring a lot of entertainment uh, uh, onto the platform and stuff like that. So 
as of now, it looks like it, it will probably happen in Yars Island. But listen, when I go and make that US debut, I know, definitely know I'm going to go out there and make a splash. And, and I can't wait for that. I know that whole experience is going to be on another level as well. So, uh, yeah, like I say, I can't wait for all of that. I can't wait for that either. Rez has got another question. He said, did you not have enough energy for your trademark backflip? Or has your coach, <laughs> Dad, said it's too risky? Do, do you know what? It was, it was, was it the knee? knee? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. My, my knee was like literally, it, it was like a, a watermelon afterwards. Yeah. So uh, I, there was no, there was no even thought in my head to do any backflip, even though, and the thing is, it's like even in my visualization, before the, the leg happened, I imagined doing a backflip, doing all the flashy stuff and all this. But then, uh, as soon as the knee happened, I'm like, well, I guess the fans aren't going to see any backflips this time round. But this don't worry, time. It'll, be, it'll be coming the next time round. I, I, I assure you, I, I promise you that next time round, whenever I get the big win, I'll be doing a backflip. So uh, we just have to, we just have to save, save the good ones for later. Exactly, save something <laughs> for next time. And Fred's just, just agreeing with us that. Um, Oh, sorry, that one I was looking at, that the stoppage was perfect and nobody drops elbows like you. Um, and, yeah, he's, he wants to be at the next one. I can't I imagine know. Fred envisaged a world where he wouldn't be at your UFC debut. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's, he's been such an amazing guy and such an amazing support. And I would have loved to have, obviously have him there and stuff like that. But... Like I say, once everything sort of starts, you know, calming down in the world with with the pandemic, obviously it's still a very crazy situation that we're all in, and you know, but you know, we're all here together. We're all going to fight through it. We're all going to get past this, you know, the, these hard times, especially with businesses. I know they're having a very a very hard time during this whole situation. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, look, Dana White uh, said that he he envisions going into twenty twenty one on the island and stuff like yeah. that, which which is how it seems like it's going to run because even sporting events is, is sort of there. It's very risky with this whole, you know, like, like I say, with the pandemic, but listen, things will go back to normal. This is the thing that people, you know, they take the emphasis away from the fact that it's going to get better. I mean, listen, it, it's bad right now. And, and I know it, it, it's a very, very stressful and, and horrible thing that's going on in the world, especially, you know, with, with the ones that are more susceptible to this, uh, yeah. to this disease. But at the end of the day, there's going to be a vaccine. There's going to be things done. Uh, people are going to, you know, things are slowly going back to normal. We're, you know, we're going to get through this. At the end of the day, we've got to look at the positive. We've got to look at the fact that there is the light at the end of the tunnel. And we are going to get through this. And at some point, you know, uh, things are going to go back to normal. And then that's it. Then, then when things do go back to normal, everything's going to be even more there's going to be even more excitement and more, yeah. um, you know, you know, stuff like that. So, like I say, we just we just got to look forward to 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 the good times that are ahead of us. Um, you know, we 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 got a bit of a a bumpy road to get through, but we will get through it, and that's the main thing, isn't yeah. it? Definitely. Reza wants to know if John Jones reached out after your performance. I know you um, trained with him a while back. Yeah. Now, nah, um, do you know what? Like I said, he he's always been my idol, and he, and he still is, and you know he's been a massive inspiration for me. But uh, <laughs> I have to let let in on 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 a bit of a secret here. I mean, I've I've got this app which shows whether you know who follows you and who unfollows you and stuff like that. So um, I think I did an interview uh, about you know maybe a couple a week or two before the fight or whatever, and you know I stated they said you know what's going to be your dream matchup. 
and, and stuff like that. Like, what's your fantasy match? And I said, I mean, listen, I would love to compete against John Jones. I mean, that's like the dream. Imagine like your idol, like you get to fight him, you get to contest against him and stuff like that. And I think that would be absolutely yeah. amazing. Like, it's just something that as an athlete, you he's the greatest fighter in the world. You always... You've always dreamed about being standing against the cage against one of the legends, like one of the greats in the And he's in your weight class. Exactly. So for, for me, that was like, it just would have been a very honourable, like, I, I would be so honoured to have that moment in my career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, but I think, you know, uh, maybe a couple of days after I'd done an interview, uh, he's, he's unfriended me off of uh, Instagram. So I don't, I don't know, if, you know, like, like I say, so I, I don't know, you know, uh, uh, what everything is about, about that. So no, I haven't spoken to him afterwards. Um, you know, like I say, he's doing an absolutely amazing job in the community. You know, he's he's got a lot of things on his mind, and you know, he's helping out everyone in Albuquerque, and he's he's doing amazing. So, uh, like I say, I just wish him well and hope that he, you know, he's doing all right. But uh, yeah, so I don't know if my my interview maybe up, uh, you know, didn't sit well with him, but. Uh, yeah, you know, like I say, I can't think of a more respectful person than you. And I'm, I'm sure we've said it on, on. I can't believe he hasn't watched my interviews, but I'm sure we've <laughs> said it before. Um, and it, it's a very respectful call out. It's like you are saying he's the greatest to ever do it. Who better to test yourself against? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah, like I say. Um, I, and I'm saying it like, you know, from the heart, how I feel, because I mean, listen, the, when he signed my, 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 my sheet that uh, I had, um, you know, when, when I saw him at Body Power just before the Hamlet fight and he signed it and, you know, I had the belt there and, you know, and stuff like that. For me, that, that that was like a big moment. I mean, I've still got that picture framed like on my, yeah. on, on my wall because that was quite a big moment in my career and to have him like, sign my sheet of paper like meant a lot to me so you know I still hold those things in high regard so you know like I say I mean uh I remember he congratulated me for making it to the UFC and, and stuff like that but you know at the end of the day who knows maybe maybe he's had too many maybe he's had people that he that you know he doesn't follow too much and stuff like that but at the end of the day, it's, it's listen. All good. He was happy to fight Rashad to get the belt. So <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, life goes on. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. I hold no ill will. So, so Fred wants to know how it felt when you met all the other UFC stars on Fight Island. Do you know what is mad? I, I fist bumped Holloway after he finished his fight uh, with um, with Volkanovski, and I was because uh, I, I mean, listen, I thought that was a very close fight. I mean, I thought that Holloway took the victory yeah, for I, me. I thought, I thought, I thought he edged it. So I told him, like, you know, well done, man. That was an amazing fight. It's just crazy, like seeing your stars just literally just walking. Oh, yeah. yeah, just just walking through the hotel. Calvin Qatar just sitting right there. Do you know what I mean? I had freaking <laughs> Shogun Hua just sitting down having a nice little conversation and and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. But. It, it's nice now to know that I'm part of this now. Do you know what I mean? I got to see yeah. so many like amazing athletes out there, and it's like I'm I'm part of this whole this whole thing now. Like I'm I'm going to be known as one of these guys. And uh, yeah, it was it, it was ama it was amazing to see my, my my fellow Englishmen as well. You know, we had they, they had such an amazing team of people. I mean, you know, you, like seeing Molly McCann and John Phillips and Jack Shaw and and stuff so, like that. So yeah, we I wanted to ask you what it was like to be on the card with so many Brits as well. For me, I don't know if I've ever looked forward to a card <laughs> as much as that one. There were six of you on there. 
it was an emotional roller coaster. I think I've spoken to all of you mm -hmm, over the mm -hmm, years, mm -hmm. and I get very, very invested <laughs> in people and very attached. And like, I just want them to do well because I know how much they've put into it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. half of you did like got your happy ending and gosh that sounds wrong you know what I mean and the yeah. other half of you <laughs> were heartbroken and I just felt like the whole night I was like yeah, this I just couldn't like work absolutely. out how I was gonna feel next yeah it was a, it was a very it was a roller coaster and you know obviously um seeing them after the, you know some of them after the losses and stuff like that but uh, you know, obviously you, you wish it would have went the way, you know, it would have went the way for the wins for them. But at the same yeah. time, you can see, you know, like uh, you can see that they're, they're just motivated and hungry to, to, to get back in there, do their thing. They still had good spirits there. They're such amazing people. All of them are amazing people. I mean, everyone that was on the island that day uh, and even seeing Brett Johns as well, got to see him on there as well. So you had a lot of like really good, like like I say, high level. We're we're competing at the highest level, and we're all in it together. So yeah. you know, I think it was nice, you know, the camaraderie that there was between all of us at the same. And even I, I'd not known them previously beforehand, but I got to speak to them a little bit and stuff like that. So it it was just nice to see that we've all got each other's backs. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, through wins, through losses, we're always going to be there for each other. Uh, we're always going to be supporting each other, and yeah. uh, like I say, we're we're always going to be uh, we're always going to be ready to be back. You know, like listen, if if they get us down once, you know, it, it doesn't matter because we're gonna we're still going to keep keep coming back. So um, yeah, I know that all, all, all the athletes that that you know didn't go their way, I know they're going to be back in the gym, getting ready to go and, and ready to go back there again. And listen, they still had amazing fights anyway. So yeah, uh, you know, it's it's all learning curves. It's all stuff that that that, that we're going to move forward and and progress with and. Uh, yeah, have another British invasion at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, well, obviously this Saturday as well, we've got yeah. seven Brits on the card. Uh, Mad. Five English, uh, got Paul Craig from Scotland, yeah, and yeah, yeah. obviously now we've got Reese McKay. Um, looking forward to that card? Oh, yeah, they've they got some amazing fights. Till versus Whitaker. I mean, that's a matchup that's like, you know, what dreams are made of, honestly, like, you know, just stylistically how, how good it is and stuff like that. I mean, Nathaniel Wood as well, that's going to be a great fight. So, you know, um, and yeah, like you said, Reese McKee and, and, and stuff like that gets, gets to step onto the UFC canvas uh, uh, himself. So, yeah, I mean, look, it just shows that English MMA is, is now starting to, to make a rise, you know. Where yeah. we're starting to we're starting to have those guys who are starting to become breakout stars. We're starting to have those guys who are starting to make a name for themselves, uh, you know, on on the world stage and stuff. Like that. And we're competing. It's no, it's not not no more uh, a discrepancy in skill. You know, that you know English, you know British MMA is not just catching up, but it's starting to 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 to, to overtake in, in certain areas. And you know, um, obviously, other all the other other countries and especially all the americans are you know top level as well and you know obviously they all know what they're doing and, and stuff like that but we're we're definitely starting to, to 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 take our stand and like i say i can't wait the fact that we've got managed to get so many on all these cards you yeah. know like you said seven guys there six on the one before that um, two or two five one yeah so we're we're we're, we're making we're we're, we're making the waves now and yeah. uh, like i say i think it's gonna it's gonna make for truly spectacular uh events in london you know and to have more fans behind it as well you know it's yeah. gonna, we're gonna have we're gonna have some stacked cards whenever the ufc comes back to london whatever that may be so uh yeah it's it's great it's great to see and like and like i say 
uh, the fact that everyone's behind each other and everyone wants each other to do well uh, is a, is another amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was just amazing to have you all on that card together, and I look forward to many more like it. Uh, Fred said that your hard work's paid off. Now it's time to show the world on the biggest stage what a great athlete you are. You are our pride, oh. my bro. Maulin season oh. has begun. <laughs> oh, I love Fred. I absolutely love him. No, oh, such such a lovely fella. And uh, yeah, now that's it. He's right. It's Maulin season. It's only just started. We've got we've got a whole line of Maulin to be done. So uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to let the whole story unravel. <laughs> me either is there anyone else you wanted to shout out before i let you go yeah i've got to thank uh declan walsh from uh, fight to be fit uh he helped me out with my nutrition i look like an absolute freaking i mean I'd, i don't want to talk too too good about myself or anything i'll leave that for you <laughs> lot to decide but i mean listen i was in great shape i had the yeah. easiest weight cut of my life um you know he helped me out with everything he gave me such little like golden nuggets that really helped me uh, out on that obviously massive shout out to fred as well i mean more mma big time brand it's gonna it's gonna start making moves and uh uh like i say it's it's only just the beginning of that as well as it's the beginning yeah, of my career it's, out, the, it's the beginning of Mauler. so uh just 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 keep that in mind there and it's it's made by someone who really cares about quality and that's what you really want in in, in all your stuff so that's another thing i've got to give a massive shout out to distinct physiotherapy uh leanne Thank you so much. Uh, you absolutely smashed it with my recovery and getting me ready for fight night. So, uh, uh, yeah, if you're in the St. Albans area, please go check her out. She she will get you fighting fit. I mean, you may not need to fight, but if there's something that you need to get ready for or you need some, a little something that, you know, you've got a bit of pain here and there, she'll be able to sort you out. And, and she's very good at what she does, very well knowledgeable and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I've got to thank my my, my dad. Uh, you know, uh, massive inspiration and 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 stuff like that. I've got to thank my stepmom as well for taking such what good are care you of me. Your bonus on? Well, listen. At the end of the day, we we we've got bills to pay and 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 stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, as as much as you know, it'd be nice. You know, I give that to them, and you know, they, uh, you know, they'll be able to spend it on something nice for themselves. At the end of the day, if it can help them financially in any way, I mean, that's that's what I want. And you know, I haven't been. I've been writing in cards for for years, just saying, "Oh, I'm going to get you this," or, uh, "You know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to buy you a house one day. I'm going to buy you a car, or I'm going to this that. I, oh, I'm going to get into the UFC. I've written it in all the cards. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to start making and to finally start like the 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 the, the first instalment of that. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously obviously it means a lot to me. So, uh, do uh, Mike Perry, yeah. do they take your tax off you before they give it to you? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not sure 100% how, how all this stuff because works. Because he's not paid his tax and he's suddenly surprised that he's got a big bill. So. Oh, my God. Nah, yeah, nah. I've, I've, I've got a good accountant, so I'll make sure everything gets sorted the way it does. You know, so everything's going to get done the right way. And, yeah, I do not want to be in that position. So I'm going to make sure I do it all right. Do you know what I mean? Even though I feel like I'm still like a little kid, I know, uh, know business-wise I'll be able to sort myself out or at least I'll have people to guide me in the right direction now and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I've got to obviously thank Danny Batten and Denison Sutherland. Um, amazing coaching as well in the corner and helped me so much in this fight. We had such an amazing trip together. There's going to be many more of that. 
uh, there's got to be a massive shout out to all my training partners because during COVID, it's been very tough. And obviously, I've had people come to my house to train and, and get me ready for these fights. If it was not for them, I would not be this well prepared. Ed yeah. Ingemels, um, you know, is 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 an, is another uh, guy. Thomas Reynolds as well from Mill Hill BJJ. Hodger Grace's Academy uh, as well. Got to thank Legion Rest, uh, Legion Wrestling, BST Academy. I mean, the 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 wealth of skill and and knowledge that I've had that's been put into me has been absolutely tremendous. I mean, along with my dad and everyone else, like it's just been absolutely amazing to have such people that really care about you wanting to do well. Like yeah. me, I want to help them do well, but they're just like, don't worry about me. We're helping you now, Modesto. It's like it, it really yeah. means a lot. Like heartfelt from from the heart, it means a lot. And um, there is a lot of people that have sort of helped me behind the scenes financially and, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, like even poorly, my, my, my bro, he's like literally like one of, uh, one of my best like friends and the guys who've been like really close to me, especially in the fight game as well. Um, do you know what I mean? Like that, that guy definitely deserves a shout out because he's always been there for me and he's always helped me in, in, in everything. So, I mean, listen, there's just so many people like yeah. I'm, oh. I'm truly blessed. I'm like blessed is 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 the word that I'll that I'll be able to describe everything about everyone that's that's been helping me in my career and not only in my career just in my life. Big yeah. shout out has got to go obviously to Iridium Sports Agency and uh, Jason House. Uh, this is the first time I met him uh, was 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 actually on Fight Island. Like I, I signed with him last oh, year. I saw and, him post the first time I, I, I met him in real life. <laughs> yeah, I only just met him now, and honest to God. He is like literally the best manager I could ask for. Really takes care of me. He he, again he proper like from the heart cares about me, and I care about him in the same manner. And the fact that he's helped me and get along so well with my dad and my team. Listen, we've got a lot of exciting things coming, and uh, I can't wait for it to happen. But all of us together as a team are going to rise up. We're going to go and absolutely smash it. And uh, yeah, we're we're gonna continue to do great things, and uh, yeah, we're gonna continue to uh, keep rising up, keep doing our thing, and uh, yeah, I just can't wait. I can't wait for everything. I I can't wait either. I was so so happy for you. You're one of, you know, the real good guys of MMA, and oh, it's so nice you. to see good things happen to good people. And for you to get the bonus as well, honestly, it just made my day. I was so happy for you, and. <laughs> Just, I, I'm just so excited. This is the beginning of something really special, I think, for you. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Honestly, it means it means a lot. You saying all that, and like I say, I, I I just can't wait to be able to keep racking up these wins, keep climbing up the ladder, and then just keep helping all the people that are close to me. And uh, yeah, like like I say, just make a life that is that 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 is crazy and like you know spectacular. And that's what we want. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make it that way. So yeah, it's gonna be amazing. The 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 journey's only just begun. We are getting there. I can't wait. <laughs> well, you heal up, recover well, and we look forward to seeing you back in there ASAP. Oh, definitely. Thank you so much, Katie, for having me on again. It's an absolute pleasure talking to you. We always Andrew. have an amazing time. And uh, yeah, can't wait for the next one. You take care. Thank you so much, Modestus. All right, nice one, darling. You take care. Have a good one. Cheers. All right, bye bye.